Who's the guy that goes, no, no, no. Not in my house. Not that's, in my house. That's, that's my boy, Dikembe Matumbo. As a matter of fact, bro. Dikembe Matumbo. So, you know, Dikembe. Like, <laughs> We're going to get him on here. I bet you money we get him on here next time. Put so money you, on the board? You want to put money on the board? We're going to get him on. We're okay. going to have him on the podcast. We can do that. He's going to be a resident accountability expert. Oh, and anytime an advisor that. does something wrong, he goes and slaps a slap. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, my God. That's gonna be so epic. We're I'm getting we're gonna we're gonna make that. Happen. We gotta get him. We have to we make get that him. happen. That's there. That's that's it. We've trained him. Dikembe, this is an open invitation, buddy. <laughs> we need you on here for the slap and the no no no. Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the hard shop life now i can go yeah go now i can do the intro yep now i can say it's welcome clean. back to hard shop life with your host coach j and the g man yeah g man welcome back bro look here we are again uh you know i gotta tell you man i love being around you <laughs> i do Sometimes you get grumpy at me. Sometimes uh, you, you love me. Sometimes you know you just you're just you. You always you always bring I'm perspective. Always a surprise. Yeah, you're perspective guy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sometimes I wonder. I'm like, do I hand him a Snickers? Uh, <laughs> there may be those moments. Maybe those moments. So, Dr. Lau wants me to lose twenty pounds. So. Uh, that's it. I may need. Uh, I may need the Snickers. That's so great, he, dude. That's great. He measured my. He measured my body. He has a scanner. Oh, oh, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, let's okay. let's All set right. up our client. To, let's set up, let's set up our audience because unpack those, it. Those who know the G Man, right? Mm -hmm. So the G Man is well known for honest in in your previous podcast life. Is that what we're gonna say? Yeah. Uh, in G Man's it previous be a podcast on a previous life. show that's similar to ours. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. 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 We're two point <laughs> Right. So remember, we were told that, right? Aren't we? Version we're, one. We're, we're there, that was version one. This is version and two. And now people uh. have said, oh, yeah, well, JDI coaching is, is blank, blank 2.0. 2.0. Right. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I think I think it's great. I think 1.0 was an amazing. It built us. It developed us. It made us who we are. Anyway. Um, so 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 G-Man, just for those who know us from your previous life. Right. Because I was there, too. Um, cholesterol. Was yeah. the thing that plagued you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you ate vegetables, cholesterol went up. You ate an In-N-Out burger, cholesterol went down. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was just a weird thing. Yeah. Right? So now with so all those traveling. I was traveling a lot. Yeah. I was eating really, really poorly. I knew I needed to lose some weight. I wasn't, I wasn't working out. There was just a lot of factors working against me. And I think my cholesterol was like 210. Yeah. My total cholesterol, something like that. Yeah. And then I went on a tear. And I started working out and I lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. And uh, I was in really good shape and really strong. We were, we were powerlifting, so I was really strong at the time. Right. And um, and I was just I was trying to do everything right. My wife went out and found all these cholesterol lowering foods and everything. And and then uh, I went and my cholesterol was 275 or something. like. Holy that. cow. 275. That's mm -hmm. that's high. Yeah, that's really high. Mm hmm. The only one I've heard higher is Hassan said his was 300. And you've seen Hassan. Yeah, he's a rail. He's a rail. He's yeah. a rail. Yeah. That was weird. But it, it, again, it's genetic. They say it's genetic and all those things. Sure. Right? So now. It's kind of like my blood pressure. It was the same thing. It's yeah. just genetic. So so now we, we, we're we kind of in the middle. We're not as bad as we were. You know, we're not drinking, we're not drinking bottles of tequila every night. Yeah. Uh, or, or bourbon. 
uh, you know, we have our occasional nice dinners and stuff, and we do still do a lot of traveling, right? But overall, I mean, right. we're drinking water. I mean, look at you now. You're taking a sip of your water uh, while I take a sip of my my wine. And, um, and, and you know, here we are. And so, G-Man, let's unpack it. So you, get, you go back to L.A., you get with your doctor. Same doctor from before. Same doctor. Dr. So Lau. Big shout out to Dr. Lau. Dr. Lau. Yeah. Great guy. I got, I've been meaning to meet him. When I get to LA, I'm going to go see him. You keep on telling me, Jay, 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 coach, you got to go, go, yep. go see him. Let's set it up. So I'm going to go see Dr. Lau. Dr. Lau, I'm going to come and see you. And um, he sees you. <sighs> you know, your face is nice and glowy. Your beard looks healthy. <laughs> you know, yeah, you've packed on a couple of little pot. You know, you still got the 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 man curves. You look good. You know, all these things, right? Mind you, we're not working out every single day. We're yeah. not, I mean, we're doing what we can, right? Yeah. So we're keeping it right in the middle, right? And uh, and so he does all this blood work on you, and he gets your cholesterol number. And what's the first thing he says? He says, "Wow, you got your cholesterol down." <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> cholesterol. Now, now you can tell people like, oh yeah, G man got his cholesterol down from two two seventy five, probably to 250, 230, maybe two ten. I'll give you two ten. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, mind you guys, G man, I was a little worried, bro. You've been eating more salads than before, mm. so I was a little afraid it'd be up there. So where are we? One thirty. One thirty. One thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So full disclosure, I am on medication. Okay, you I were did. not on medication before. I was before. not on medication before. Okay. Okay. And I fought and fought and fought. And my doctor, finally, a different doctor when I was in, I was transitioning from Los Angeles to uh, Kansas City. And I went and saw a doctor up my other prescriptions that I have because I am on blood pressure meds too for, from like the last 25 years. It's just been a genetic thing I've been living with. And um, he said, he said, look, you just got to get on the pill. You, you know, you've done everything you can. He And it, it was like, I think he measured me. It was 265 again. Something like that it was still really high. Hadn't come, hadn't come down. And uh, he just said, get on the get on the meds. So I'm taking the meds. So you're on the med. Mm-hmm. That's good, bro. And I take a small dose, just like my blood pressure. They gave me the minimum dosage and my blood pressure came down. Same thing with my cholesterol. He gave me the minimum dosage and I'm at 130. I'm below what they where they want me to be. Do they think that they did you guys talk at all about the stress factor behind it? Like, was there stress involved? Well, yeah, so my or? cortisol levels are way down. So wow, part of that, yeah, part of that helps. Of course, and, yeah, because stress, you know, stress is a cortisol is a stress response, yeah, right? hormone, yeah. yeah. Um, but everything was in really good, really good shape. You know, my, uh, I mean, I have issues. I got stuff. I, he wants me to lose weight, but so here's the thing. So he scans me and says, so he wants me to lose twenty pounds. But he says, I had I packed on 10 pounds of fat and 10 pounds of muscle. Mm. So I'm 20 pounds heavier than I want to be. But he says, all, all the new weight, half of it's fat, only half is fat. So he says, he doesn't want me to lose the muscle. So he's, he's on me about working out. And um, yeah. So anyway, that's my health update for those of you who that's know. Awesome. And so, so wait a minute. So, so if he followed knew- me in my career for the last 10 years or so. <laughs> So I'm going to tell my, you right now, listen, if I go see Dr. Lau and that dude tells me that I'm that I need to lose 25 pounds and 15 pounds of it is fat and 10 pounds of it are muscle, you know what I'm going to tell him? Why? Let's suck out the fat right now. That's right. Just get suck the, it. Just, get the stuck, just get the hose and start sucking it out. The, what, you know what I'm saying? There's a variety like, of ways to get it yeah, done. Yeah, dude. Come on. Just get, the, <laughs> get out. Be careful with the muscle. Yeah. Right? Leave the muscle back there. Just, you know, do your thing. Yeah. Yep. Right? Doesn't that work? And there's lots of different ways. He lasered his off. Before he went to uh, Cabo or something like that, 
So it's like there's a lot of ways to do it. There's a lot yeah, he's of ways he's to like do a, it. he's like Doctor of the Stars, isn't he? He's like yeah, he's like one of those yeah. Hollywood guys, right? So he basically is a male performance specialist. So if you want to perform at your best all the time, and you're in a high stress, you know, like geez, the car business, you don't get much sleep, you're on the go, you're running, we're we travel all the time, and you want to consistently perform at your best, that's the guy to go see. So Doctor Lau, if you're interested in in meeting Doctor Lau, you want to, I'd, I'd be happy to give you. Wow, a you're endorsing this guy. I'm, you're I'm telling is he sponsoring you, dude, us? He, is he sponsoring us? He's keeping me well. So in that case, wow. he's sponsoring us. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> he's keeping me alive. That's cool. I like so that. He, I like um, that. But anyway, reach out. Send me send me an email. Uh, it's just send it to info at jdicoaching.com. That's info info at jdicoaching.com. And um, I'd be happy to make the connection. So I'm telling you, especially in the car business, car business, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. You got to be healthy. You got to be like sharp all the time. That's the thing. We're always like mentally, like, yeah. you're always on. And that's hard. It's hard to be. Yeah. I mean, until I see Dr. Lau, I'm just going to be popping the purple pills for my high performance. There you go. Yeah. So that's that's what you need. It. That's all I'm going <laughs> He'll fix that too. <laughs> all right, G-Man. So today's topic is, uh, what are we going to talk about, man? Because because I, I it's funny. We, we get topics, sometimes they're on the whim, sometimes they're structured and planned and everything. Today was one of those things where we just scratch our heads. By the way, G-Man, by the way, while I was traveling recently, I had the, the time for the first time. And on Hulu, I think it was Hulu, on Hulu, you can watch old episodes of Columbo. Oh yeah, I saw that. I yeah. watched Columbo, bro. Yeah. It's amazing. Like uh, I, I actually I was so sucked in because it is so contrived everything he does. Like the one episode I saw was of Dick Van Dyke yeah. where he called he he killed his wife and then like uh, you know, he kind of put it on somebody else who was a, a convict or something that had gotten out and all that stuff. And Columbo just put all everything together and just he just kind of put him in the box. He kind of exposed himself. Which is what Columbo does, right? You you do that weird thing where he kind of like puts you right there and you're like, oh, well, did you just say that? And then at the very end, he's like, so did you just witness what he said? Did you just? Yes, sir, I did. Did you just witness what he said? Yeah, I did. And like, okay. And then the guy goes, you're under arrest. For what? What are you doing? I'm like, you just incriminated yourself. How would you know that that was that if you didn't do it? Yeah. Yeah, he just talks in circles and asks so many questions and like yeah. it seems so aloof that you feel like you've got the upper hand oh, on him. The whole time. And then the whole time he's he's all contrived. He's got you. So I was in Riverside last week in uh at Riverside, California, and I turned on the TV, Columbo was on. I'm like, I how's this keep I'm happening being, to I'm us? I'm being plagued by the Columbo effect. I don't know. So I, I saw Johnny Carson. You see Johnny Carson. I see Columbo, you see Columbo. We weren't even together last no. week. I turned it on. I was like, this is weird that this is on in the hotel. It was just weird, man. And Riverside's not a place where I would expect, like, maybe Dubuque or, you know, where we were in North Dakota, stuff like that comes on, you know? Man, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, okay. So back to our topic. It, it obviously, so this, this Columbo effect. Go back a few oh, episodes. Yeah. If you want to know about effect. what that is, oh, go back a few episodes. But. Go back a few episodes. Look for it. Columbo effect. It's going to be eye opening. It's going to give you some insights on how to use it. Uh, but I think it's it's amazing and I think it works. It definitely works. It, it is the secret sauce to the upper management of business. Just ask questions like, mm, how did this happen? Oh. Yeah, it's definitely le leadership management. For technique. sure. Yep. 
So today's uh, topic, G-Man, uh, you called it. We want to talk about the differences between training and accountability. And, and yeah. there's really not a difference. It just seems to be in the same realm when it comes to, I don't know how to control these people. I think they need more training. Right. Instead of, I don't know how to keep them accountable for right. what they do. Like they don't, so they, they misunderstand training for accountability. Yep. Is that what it is? But then when you tell them about keeping them accountable, they fight. You go, no, 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 no. They just need training. I just want the training. Yeah. yeah. Just train my people. And so it's like, okay, well, what are we training them on? Right. That's the thing. So we, so that, so this is what we're up against today. So we're working a store this week. And that's, that's why this, this topic is kind of top of mind. And they were saying, look, you guys need to train these service advisors. And, and I was thinking in my head, we did that. We did that whole exercise oh, in the beginning. We yeah. trained them. This yeah. isn't the first time I've heard this at a store. I even get them certificates, bro. Yeah, they all got. They all got <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. They got the little metal. You got to pull the certificate. You get the whole thing. I mean, come on. So here's the thing. You, the training without the, the, without the accountability side of it is really just information. I'm just passing information along to you, right? And you can choose whether to use it or not. And so, right. and so we were talking off mic a second ago, and I used the analogy of a dietitian. So you go see a dietitian, and the dietitian measures you, spit, blood, the whole thing, and then says, uh, okay, you need to eat this, this, and this, this times, and all this stuff, and that's going to make you healthy, and you'll lose weight, and blah, blah, blah. But the dietitian is not going to be there in the middle of the night when you go raid the fridge, right? And you go looking for ice cream. And yeah. What, so, what so, see? No, not- no, no, no. So, so no, no, no. You're dead. You're dead on the money. But what the problem is, is to me, because I think the analogy is right on the money, is the parents are telling us, the dietitians, hey, help my my kid eat well and give them the plan and make sure that they know, understand what are their habits? What are they doing? Right. And so get them to know. Like here, here are the recipes. Here is this. Here is that. Right. While the whole time they're like, I don't know how to get them to eat this. I don't know. How do I do that? Mm -hmm. How How do I give them? the food can and make, make them, them like them. broccoli. Can yeah, you hypnotize can, them and make them right. like broccoli? Exactly. Like Brussels sprouts. Can you get them to mm-hmm. eat that? And I'm over here going, what? Like get them to eat what's on the plate. Like, I don't get it. Like that's your food. You're not done. That's it. The rules are that eat that. Right. You know, it's like the whole time they're just eating cookies and they're having ice cream and I don't know how to stop them. Right. So can you help them? With yeah. That? So is it the, is it the dietitian? Yeah. messed up or is it the oh, it's a freaking parent yeah so they they you gotta like at some point you don't buy the cookies how about we start there it's yeah, like exactly don't allow this bad behavior there's got to be some sort of like you know um go no go it's like you know some sort of thing where you're saying that that this is acceptable and that's not it's a hard line right it's like if you cross this line, yeah. that's not that's acceptable it. behavior. Exactly. Yeah. There's a variety of different things we're going to do to, in order to enforce this, but this is the behavior I want. Yeah. And when you do this, this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. And then it then they do it and it happens. And the first time they do it and it happens to them, they're surprised. It's like your kid. It's like, hey, by the way, you know, I don't know if people are into corporal punishment, but I'm just going to say, you know, you're going to give your kid a spank. It's like, hey, you do that, I'm going to spank you. And the kid does it, you give him a little swat on the butt. And then they're like, what? You. You hit me. What just happened? They yeah. have this look of surprise on their face. And you're like, well, I told you that you were going to get a spanking if you kept doing it. Right. And then the next time you go, hey, you know what? If you do that, I'm going to spank you. And they're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that then. Because I remember how traumatizing that was. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Well, guys, uh, in this in this episode, we did bring a special guest on board. Uh, 
one of our trainers, right? One of our coaches, Tony. Tony's back. Welcome back to the main stage, Tony. Hello. Um, so Tony, uh, he was he was there. To, he was he was present. Yeah. Right? By the way, it's Tony with an I, not with a Y. No, so no, 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 no. Tony with a Y. <laughs> Let's get that straight right now. If Tony's coming to the main stage, Tony's with an I, <laughs> not a Y. I mean, I've been holding on to that nugget. I bet you. We shouldn't call me Anthony. I mean, that's like, oh, you know. Make sure you tip your bartenders and waitresses. (laughs) So that's right. (laughs) So Tony was there. So, um, I mean, in your observation, Tony, uh, what did you see? What do you see? Everybody wants to point to training, 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 but I don't think anybody wants to take responsibility for. The harder part, which is holding people accountable. Mm -hmm. So if we've done our jobs as leaders and we've trained these people, when do we start holding them accountable? Right. Are we using the not trained excuse as a crutch for not doing the hard part, which is holding them accountable and making the hard decisions? Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah, and I think it's and and so here's here's something that's going to happen, and it's probably happening right now while we're talking. Is there's managers out there, kind of going, these guys don't get it, and they're about ready to switch the dial and turn turn us off. And here's what I'm going to tell you: don't turn us off, because if you're in that space and you're feeling like your people need to be trained, it's okay, because a lot of people get to that point. And you just you you're you know you want them to improve and do better, and you have a list of things that need to be done that's a mile long, and you're trying to do them all, and you're not going to be successful because it's too much. Right. And that's the problem is you want to hold them accountable to everything all at one time, and you can't because it's just too many things, and you're just one person. Right. So what you got to do is so this is the thing is you need to pick a few things and tra- so like you want them to do walk arounds every single time without fail then stand in the drive and make sure they do walk arounds and do it every day for 20 days you know for the first two hours three hours of the morning or whatever that you will develop that habit and then the minute you see somebody not doing one you go hey i thought i told you to walk around hey i thought i was like you you'll you'll create the effect right it'll happen right am i right yeah, so that's what I love about our training is that is that I we we incorporate the management to have to do accountability measures mm-hmm. with our training, right? So we come in just so you guys know, just want to know how we do the seven steps. We come in the the, the probably the day before or the morning of, right? And we do an evaluation of your people and we grade all of them. This is what they do, right? And then what we do afterwards is is then we train them, we give them the certifications, and then we we assign the managers to reevaluate them again, right? Either we can do it because, you know, some people pay for us to come back and do it 60 days out, or we have them do it with the general managers. We tell the general managers, the managers have to do this. And then they re, you know, score them, Mm -hmm. right? To find out if they've improved or not. Because, you know, a lot of people always told us, well, you know, so-and-so didn't work and -and so-and-so didn't work. And what makes you work? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to work unless you work with it. We tell managers that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so they don't like hearing that all the time. Well, I don't know, guys. I don't know if this is really going to work and your price structure and and the way that your stuff. I mean, I hear that it has amazing and magnificent results and I get all that. But 
you know, I can save a couple dollars over here and, and they'll come in and just train my guys and, 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 you know, we'll just check that off the box. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're not for everybody. We tell that to everybody. We're here for, we're results oriented only. And I got to tell you, there's only one other outfit that I know in this entire industry that has the same mentality. And that's our old establishment. He believed the same thing. Oh uh, yeah. He said, look, we're, we're in it for the results, 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 yep. results. And we follow the same exact thing. Don't waste our time. Don't waste your money. If you don't want results, then we're not for you. I'm telling you, you can listen to our podcast. You can find YouTube videos. You can, I mean, there's a whole bunch. We got a whole bunch of content on Facebook. There's all kinds of stuff where if you want to learn how to be, if you want to, if you actively want to learn how to be a better service advisor, or you want to learn how to help your people improve, you can go find that information. Right. You don't need to pay us for the information. Right. That just doesn't make any sense. What you really want is you want your people to do better. Yeah. And I'll tell you, so think about the one tool there. So I always tell everybody I come in contact with, somebody gave me a tool 20 years ago, maybe even longer now, 25 years ago, I'm going to date myself. And it is the one tool I will never, ever be without if I ever ran a service department or a dealership or even in our own company is a scoreboard. Yep. The, the scoreboards that we use right now are, are 10, a million times better than what I used to use before. But having a scoreboard that you can show people and having the metrics on there that you know you want them to look at is accountability. Like if I want them to know where their ELR is, their customer paid labor sale, their hours per row, and I have minimum standards for that, mm -hmm. then I give them, then I put it all on the scoreboard and every day they can see where they're at. Yep. That's accountability. So now, hey buddy, your ELR is low. Let's talk about it. What's going on? You're not selling. You're not doing this. Tell me what you're saying. Like it gives you something. Now, that's training. Yes. Let me teach you yes. how to improve that metric. Yes, because if they're doing what we're telling them and they're not getting it or yep. not, they don't believe it or they they act like a, they feel like they're a con man and not a salesman. Right. Then we break through those barriers. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of it's mental. Like that's the thing that gets to me, G-Man, every single time. And, and Tony, give us your feedback on this. But everybody believes that software fixes problems. Yeah. Instead of time and people and interaction connection. Yep. Right. It's like every single time. We talked about the tools of torture. And so you can find that episode. But right. It's true that we're looking for the solution. And so it, so we talked about that where the solution software and people just keep layering software on. Every dealer buys it. They all buy it's, it. This yeah, is going to make us. Yep. This is going to make our service department like, it, blow up. Yeah. And so now we're saying, you know, what we're talking about today is it's training. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like it's we're all looking for something, and then it's like coming to us and saying, "Hey guys, train my people," which we'll come out and do. We'll no, come no, out no. and train everybody. Bro, they're not saying that. But the thing is, is we have a whole accountability uh, system. Exactly. If but, we put that but, in, let's be you'll honest. Have, so. You'll have much more success. Let's be honest. Much more they're, success. They're not only. They're not always saying that. This is what this is what the people who come after us and ask us. These are what the emails say. Hey, love your podcast, love your content, love your Facebook page. Hey, you know, what do you guys I, I want to train my people. Do you guys have some online training so they can sit down in front of a computer system and just watch the videos? <laughs> right? Like we're I'm literally bro, we just finished recording all of our stuff for our, so our online content is coming. It's fantastic and phenomenal. It is like top rated Right. And it's we're gonna, doing something. It's, it's really unique. It's, it's, it's really gonna, unique. It's going to blow everything out of the water, but it's not just the videos. Yes. It's not. So, oh, do you have videos? Yes, we're going to have videos, but it's going to be something different. It's going to be something 
So it's it's revolutionary. Yeah, and so that's the thing. I think what we really want to bring to the table is I, we want to take that the training and the videos and the content and the concepts and couple those together with accountability right. and marry those two things together in, in a systemic way. So then you can then apply it in your service drive and get results because that's really what it's about. And, you know, again, you know, I want to hear guys that they're switching us off because they're like, ah, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm getting all I can get and I'm doing all I can. You can always do a little bit better. You can always sharpen the saw a little bit more. There's always a little bit more you can go, go get. You can get another five points on your conversion, on your closing ratio. You can't tell me that you can't get a little bit better. So you take the training and some of the tips and, and learn something new. Couple that with a, a heightened sense of accountability in a certain area. I, I promise you, you'll get results without, you know without the gadgets, you no know, gadgets, no yeah, gadgets, no, no gadgets. silver bullets. Yep. You know, G man, we haven't talked about this, but I'm almost like out there to like, I'm, I'm on the verge of like throwing a challenge out there. Mm. Like if there's one service manager that's listening to this, that wants to test it, just one. I, I think I'd test it for free. I'd give up. Let's give you the scoreboard. Let's see how good you think mm -hmm. you are. Let's see what accountability measures are. I'll give you 30 days. Mm -hmm. I'll listen. You know, we'll listen. We'll set you up. We'll do whatever. We'll give it to you. We'll have you test it. We'll give you 30 days of our scoreboarding system and, and, and coaching and whatnot and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Right. And let's see if you truly are willing to humble yourself to say, okay, I'm going to have to grow if I'm going to have, my, if I want my people to grow. Right. Right. So this is not for anybody. I, I would say the first person who sends us an info. To, no, no, no. Send us send us an email if you're interested. Info at JDICoaching.com. Well, about, I would say this, probably 20 to 30 people are like, ooh, that's a good idea. But probably two to three people will actually take action on it. Great. So send so, us an email. So, so, two, so those right? two or three of you that want to send us an email, we'll talk to you about it. We'll but talk to you about it. But we're going to pick one. The other Because I'm going to interview you. Yeah, they're 18 to 28. Yeah. Like. Uh, you get get to us when you can. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's just it's just what it is. I'm gonna interview yeah. you. Yeah. Right. And and the funny thing is, is even sometimes G man, we're like, oh well, I don't know if you like guys. Like oh, I know you guys say about you know results, but look, come on, like what what kind of results? Like what are you gonna see? Oh, and then it's like, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna go down this hole again. Must be the market. Must be because the temperature's low. Must be because of this. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it. it you know. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> It's it's hard because it's like you don't want to be self-serving and boastful, you know, and oh, you know, you should see this. But the truth is, 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 you know, what we do is a collaboration, right? It's not it's not a competition. We're not trying to outdo the manager, or outdo the general no, manager, the dealer. No, we're we in there together. to collaborate and help with them. So a lot of what we've been able to accomplish, we haven't done on on our own. We've done with the help of a lot of the service managers, some people you've heard on this podcast before. And uh, and we've got some pretty dramatic results. We've tried some new stuff that hasn't been done before, and it's helped pave the way, I think, to help other stores. So we're, you know, we were working with with uh, um, a store who helped them with their their quick lube or their you know express center, and uh, we were able to get them almost seventy five thousand dollars a month in additional customer pay revenue. And uh, and we took that technique, and now we've been applying it and giving that to some of our other clients, and it's been working all across the country. So it's like so, some really good stuff out there that comes out of this. You so, know? G man, um, I mean, I don't want to knock on wood. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx us or anything. But we're about to do about a hundred thousand plus more in gross profit in that store, mm -hmm. and they just lost a quick Uber. Mm -hmm. They lot. They went down one technician. 
Now we got a couple more that we just hired off of them off of, off of the system that you created, which mm-hmm. is, I think is outstanding. Um, and I, bro, you, you, you have magnificent talent in recruiting technicians. Your system is hard knock life. Like it's Oof. ridiculous. I, it's definitely, you know, we were talking about 1.0, 2.0. Your, your stuff is 3.0. <laughs> no, it really is. Like, dude, we got that one guy and, and all of a sudden it's like, let's take him to lunch. Let's do it. We have a dude. We used it today. Mm-hmm. Did you know that we have a girl that we're, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, she's going to come in Monday. No, come in right now. Yeah. Right now. Once she's biting now. Yeah. I think that's a whole nother topic. Sorry. Yeah. I don't want to go down that road because I was just about to go down and I don't want to go down that road. That's another We'll episode. talk about the value of a technician and why it makes sense to move fast. Um, that's one of the things that's kind of in my mind right now. But um, great. We're going to cancel. We're going to guys. We're going to finish one up and the next episode is going to be about that. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 But the, the training topic, I think, is really, you know, it's just I it, I don't know. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. I think. Training is there. There's definitely a place for it. Obviously, right? We have to train. You don't do anything without training. You're gonna train your body. You're gonna train your mind. You're gonna train. You know, you know how to eat. How to, you know, all, you know how to how to do Excel. Like all that stuff requires training, right? And coaching. And but at the end of the day, um, you can you can take a class. So we were talking about Excel the other day, right? right. Tony, you and I, and uh, and you 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 got really interested in pivot tables, right? And so got really frustrated by him too. But right, yeah. oh man. Did you, 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 you I, I poisoned his mind with pivot tables. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Can't sleep now. Yeah. So now he's like pivot table, pivot table. <laughs> so I was so you were asking me, well, how did you learn it? And I told him I, you know, somebody gave me a spreadsheet one time to use. And then I took that and and started playing with it and figuring it out. And I ended up learning Excel. I taught myself. And then right. I said, Hey, I want to get better at this. Um, and so I wanted to use it for bigger pieces of data. And so then I learned pivot tables and, and it's like, I, I, I figured out what I wanted to do. And then I went out and found somebody to teach me how to do it. And then I applied myself and I used it every day because if I teach you how to use Excel or you go to see some class or something, but the, you don't go back and have the self-discipline to, to practice it. And to be and to be and to, to use it all the time. You're never going to, you just, you're never going to learn it. Never, yeah, so it's funny. Never, so, so last like time, personal accountability, yeah. right? I'm like, yeah. I want to learn. I yeah. need to learn it for my yeah. clients. Okay, so right. now, now, now I'm gonna, I'm now, now we're gonna get into the juicy stuff. Here we go. Now we get into juicy stuff. So, at the store we're in right now, they added a new advisor. I personally trained her. I not, and I didn't do the typical like the the class. I did a little bit of the classroom training. Then we did live training. Then we did all these things. And without mentioning it, I would just observe it. I'm observing. It's been a month, right? And I'm observing. I'm like, wow, she's not doing this. She did it when I left. She's not doing this. She's not doing the other. She's not whatever. Then we start getting deeper into her conversation. She said it this morning in the meeting. Oh, well, you know, they, they get on to me about why are you doing that? Why are you doing the other? Right? And so we looked at it and we're like, wow, that is so the power of your environment and the culture to pull you down. Like literally we're in, in a bucket full of crabs. Yeah. Right. I think about that. Dr. Seuss book, the Sneetches. all the Sneetches want stars upon ours. <laughs> you remember that when no. there was the star Sneetches and the Sneetches without stars. And then all the Sneetches without stars wanted to get stars upon ours. And they, they had a guy come in and put stars on them. And then it's like, we, we repel things that, are not like us. Right. Right. 
and we want to assimilate into the group. We want to be part of the group. And so we're willing to do just about anything to be part of the group, including we need, we could have valuable information and, and ignore it because we want to fit in. Yeah. We, we have this need to fit in. And then the group will ostracize you if you do something that they don't do. Yeah. Even if it's completely the right thing to do. Even if it's the right thing to do. And maybe even more importantly, if it's the right thing to do and it's going to get traction, it's going to make them better. They don't want you to use it because it makes them feel bad. It dings their ego, even on a subconscious level, right? And so it's it's, it's the crabs in the bucket. They want to pull them back down. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And and that's why. Hey, where are you going? Where are you off exactly. to? Exactly. Get back in here. Exactly. <laughs> right. No, no, no. But but this is this is where there there is a certain phrase that people use all the time that really gets under my skin because I take the, the negative connotation to it because it's the exact same thing. Right. She's been now told like you were doing the right thing, but I'm going to let you know. You know, no good deed goes unpunished. Hmm. Right? So to her, she's like, oh, if I do good, I'm going to get punished. Right? Oh, you know. You, you what sold, a weird you, thing to say. Exactly. You, in you, that you, you context. So, you sold those brake pads? Oh, shouldn't have done that. I don't know how you're going to get that done. I don't know. Just they're like they're me- laying in the way to, to trip metal. her up. The customer's metal to metal. Oh, shouldn't have told them that. Now you're stuck. Now you're going to have to try to find a way to, to put pads on there. Because customer bought them. Now what are you going to do? Good luck. Good, Good luck. luck getting that through the well, shop she today. Had oil, she had right an job? oil leak today. And uh, and they were telling her not to sell it. Because <laughs> there's no way in hell she's going to get the car done. And I said. You can't do that. I said, sell it. I'll help you get it done. I'll put my uniform on. I'll do it myself. Um, it's like, yeah, it's weird. And so then today, guess what happened? What? They ran out of work. <laughs> they did. The desk was bare. Yep. They ran out of work. They, I, I kid you not. I was like, I about put a, a screwdriver through my eyeball. <laughs> I almost, I almost did the, I'll make this pencil disappear. I did the Joker thing. I slam. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I was just like, I get, I almost put my hands up. I give up. <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, all right. Takeaway, G man. I mean, what, what is Tony G man takeaway? What, what is the, I was going to say, actually, I can't believe I was going to say it in Spanish advice. I was going to say, what's the consejo? (laughs) Consejo means advice in Mm -hmm. Spanish. For those of you that may or may not know, coach J is Latino. Mm -hmm. Kind Kind of. So, what do you think? What 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 what's the advice we okay, give here? Okay, so here's my advice. My advice is is number one is is make be careful when you're talking about this today. Be careful where you put the line. Yeah. If I'm if I'm going to hold you accountable to something and I'm going to want a new process or a new system, I have to be disciplined enough to force that to happen. Right. To hold you accountable to it. To make sure that I watch what you do, listen to you on the phone. Stand in the drive, whatever it's going to be, I need to be there for that, right? So that's that's first and foremost. You need to make sure that you've got, that you understand that a lot of that discipline is going to come from you. So that being said, don't try to do too many things. Make it achievable goal. Make it achievable. Pick one, two, three things maybe that you want to improve in your process and then start working through there. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have a dream of having this kind of uh let's say customer touch system where from from touch point one on the phone to 
the delivery that that every touch point has a, a, a process and intention that that's exactly where you'd want to get to. Right. That that's that's the 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 gold standard. However, if you tried to do all that, okay, that's it. I'm going to fix my drive today and I'm going to go from the phone call to the, you know, follow up phone call and everything in between. It, it's not going to work because it's just too many things. You're one person. You won't be able to do it all. So you have to remember, focus on one thing, get some rhythm with that, get to a point where the, the, the culture changes and the team will start to hold each other accountable to that. Because especially if you're posting the scoreboards and, and making them accountable, they see where they rank in the pack. Yes, exactly. And they want to, again, they, you know, you're going to create a group and a mob mentality. You want to make sure that they want to be part of that. And then, uh, and then follow through with it because the other thing is they're waiting for it to be the flavor of the month and it's a wear off. So you have to have that also where you're willing to like stay on it. It's you're not going to influence change in, uh, in even a week. It's just not going to happen. It's going to take a month. It's going to take two months and then you'll improve. And then the thing is, and then be, you know, look out, be, be, uh, long sighted. So if you want to improve something, you want to think about is is what does that look like a year from now, two years from now, because a week from now, two weeks from now, it's going to look like a, it's going to look like a show. <laughs> Tyler, you can bleep that out, but it, it is it, and and be prepared for that. It is not going to be easy and smooth. Nothing ever goes that way, but think about, okay, so two, three years from now, what does my service department look like? And so then keep, keep improving small improvements incrementally and you'll get there. That's, that's, my two cents. Well, very, know, like very, very today we were cents. talking about song alignments and just like the service writer we're talking about, she's getting into that routine where she's selling alignments and the other guys don't like it. She's out selling them on alignments. Where's she going to be a year from now? If she keeps this up, yeah. how many alignments is she going to sell a day right. compared to the other guys? Right. So feed the good things and, exactly. and, and starve the bad things. What are they? That's that old uh, euphemism. It's like there's two wolves inside you that are fighting. One's evil and one's yeah. good. Which wolf wins? It's the wolf you feed. Right. Right. So if you feed positivity, positivity grows. It's the same thing. You know, it's it, it's funny. It's like what you focus on and what you focus on in a positive way will grow. And, you know, eventually those guys are going to start selling alignments because they're going to look bad. Well, that's what's going to happen, right? Exactly. The bars the when you start to move change. up, it'll shift the culture and it'll go. But it's going to take some work. It's heavy lifting. It's it a lot of weight. A lot of fortitude. Yep. Self-discipline. Strong strength of character. Determination. <laughs> Determination. <laughs> you got to come out of the gate every time. <laughs> took me a long time to... Uh, it took me a long time, honestly, to figure that part of it out. Like, I really just felt like if you said something, you you know, oh, I got this great new process, and you put it in, it would just go. And I and then it, I got you know, I, I got my head knocked in a couple of times trying to make things happen and not putting enough discipline to it. Um, I was not a very disciplined person. It's funny because we were talking about structure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Tony tells me I'm high structure because he sees how I pack the gear and everything. Say OCD slash structure. So I told him, talk to my wife if you want to know. <laughs> so I went and told my wife that story. She laughed her ass off because she was just like, yeah, he doesn't know. He has no idea. So I modify my 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 personality and my behavior to fit what I need to accomplish. And I learned that through hard knocks. I learned that because things didn't work for me and I realized it was me that was causing most of the problems. And then if I wanted to advance in my career and I, and I had a why that was so big 
that it, I couldn't fail. I wanted I wanted my kids to be the first Daniel to ever graduate from college. And right now, my daughter's going to uh, she's she's going to start the master's program in a couple of weeks, and she's awesome. going to get her master's degree. And so I'm super proud of that. And I made it easy for them to do that because I, you know, I put all my energy into my career so that they could put their energy into building a life for themselves. And I had a big why. And so I wasn't going to fail. I had to figure that out. So I had to fix me first. That was the first thing I had to fix. I knew right away I'm the problem. I had to fix it. And nope. I'm, st I'm still a work in progress, according to uh, my wife and Jair just <laughs> a little bit ago. And I'm not perfect, although I claim to be. You know, <laughs> I was that guy. Get me off the I mic. Was, you guys start talking so I can stop I was, talking. <laughs> I was that guy. I'd be like, here, uh, here's this job. This is your position. You know what you do. Okay, see ya. Yeah. Amanda, my BDC girl, hired her. And I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing because I was doing so many things at once, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's this, this, this. See ya. Put her in office behind me. Forgot about her. It's like a cave. Yeah. I go back. She finally, she's like, are you ever going to come talk to me? Tell oh, me yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing. I was like, well, aren't you doing it? Do it. Yeah. Do the thing. And then I had to slow down. We had to go get training. We had to come up with processes, yep. recognition systems, spiffs, and the whole nine yards. Yep. Best I education. I did that when I shifted careers. When I left, yeah. you know, automotive retail and I went into the, you know, that's the call to training biz. I, um, training consulting. Uh, I I had to sh I knew a lot about automotive or about dealership life because I I lived it for 25 years or, or 30 years how long I was there, and uh, and I I created a lot of structure around that and then when I shifted my structure fell apart because right. I didn't know right so now I had to learn and then create structure around what I learned and it's, so I started all over again yep. and I felt I went going into it I thought I'll be fine I've done it before and then I realized nope then we started our own business. Start over. Start all over again. It's like you just, you know, I'm 52 years old. And we just talked to Fran Tarkenden, who's 82 who or 81. And he said he's learning more now than he's ever learned before. And he needs mentors and coaches. And it's the same thing with us. I'm 52 now. I've been doing this 35 years. Been in the training side of it almost 10 years now. I still trying to learn and figure it all out. I, you'll, you never get to the end, you know. I think if we ever thought that we knew it all, we just quit. What else would we have to do? It would be boring, I tell you it that. Would be so you get boring, to that point, I'd be out of bed. bored out of my mind. I learn something new every day. Yeah. I'm I I feel I'm so hungry to learn things that I feel like I, I have uh, anxiety over the fact that I won't be able to learn all the things I want to know. <laughs> Pivot tables. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh. I want to be able to write code. I'm like, if I could just write code, I wouldn't have to pay somebody and I wouldn't have to go through all the crap I gotta go through paying a contractor, you know? <laughs> All right, so um, accountability or training, I think that you do need training. I think training is important. Of course. But I think that if you are if you are committed to the training, then you should be committed to the accountability of that training, and that's that's it's a 50-50 split for me. Yeah. I think that if, if you know, one is not going to solve the other. No. And if you use them both, then that's the way to do it, right? Um, another thing, too, which which... If I do it for you, you will not become a fisherman of men. I'm just going to give you fish. And I think that's where we struggle at times. It's like, I want you to do it. Go spend time with them. Go do it with them. I'm like, I Hold their hand. The, walk them through. I shouldn't be the one doing that. It should be you. And I, I'll tell you how to do it, but it should be you. Or else what, what else is going to happen is you're giving me the baton of power, and mm -hmm. I'm going to then have the power. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I just went through that. So I, I, uh, you know, I, we have a, a client where we were coaching them and, uh, I was, I was coaching one of the managers and, and he was saying like, look, just do whatever it is that you would do if it was your store. And then, you know, and then give it to me. And so we wrote a process for them for, for, a. Uh, for a process, <laughs> we, we, we mapped it and we wrote it and we talked about what, you know, where stuff goes and what happens. And, um, and then now they don't do it anymore. And that was, I mean, that wasn't even that long ago. It was eight, nine months ago. And so I, I, so I was talking to him a few days ago and I said, look, here's what we're going to do now. I go, you're going to write the process. <laughs> I'm going to help you with it, but you're going to write it because you didn't do the one you asked me to make for you and it needs to be done. So, you write it and then and then we'll implement it. It's got to be yours. You know, it's like it, it's just funny. It's like if you give it, if you give if you, you feel like giving it to them as a gift, but it's really not. It's like it's got to come. Some part of it has to come from them. It's got to yeah. be part of them. Right. But you know, if you stop and think about it, training without accountability is just kind of a waste. Yeah. Where do you go? We could go in and train everybody. You can train anybody all day long. But if no one ever holds them accountable. They don't know if they're doing right. They don't mm-hmm. know where they stack, where they measure up. Is this where I should perform, shouldn't perform, overperforming, underperforming? Shit, you got these Olympic athletes, elite athletes. And they got a coach on top of them, holding them accountable. Every minute. Every, yeah. I mean, on top of them. Yep. So it's, that's how important it is. They train constantly, but they need somebody on top of them to make them better. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, all right. Well, good topic, G-Man. Um I All think, right. I think we'll go to the next one. So that's it for uh, this episode of Hard Shop Live. Make sure you tune in. We launched uh, our advisor series, which uh, we're going to add more to. So expect uh, a lot more coming out of that. Some really, really good interviews with some of the top advisors in the country. You can get some tips and tricks, learn something. And, and uh, if that's something that's interesting to you, we are right now touring the country and looking for some of the top advisors to interview. Um, if you're interested in being interviewed for that series, reach out to us, info at jdicoaching.com. And in the subject line, just put advisor interview. So info at jdicoaching.com and advisor interview in the subject line. We'll come to you and uh, and do an interview with you or we do something over Zoom. Wait, 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 bro. They have to add the perf- their performance numbers. I want a rap we'll report. Get there. I want an I want we'll advisor performance sheet attached well, to that. Well, they prove they're the best before we're going to interview them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, come we'll, on. we'll have the conversation. Um, again, no, 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 no! Don't waste our time. Twenty, bro, twenty we, people are thinking about it. Two people are going to send us an email. Listen, listen. <laughs> first of all, listen, listen. I want to. B- before we, before we end this, you know, it's not two. I'm sorry, G man. I'm I'm not going to be boastful or whatever. But we're ranked 86 in Australia. I want somebody from Australia. No, like 86. We're 86 now in oh, Australia. Yeah. In Australia. Well, think about it. There's so the reason I say two is because. There's we just, we have four thousand downloads now, right? So four thousand. Yeah, four thousand uh, yeah, people. The thing is, a very whatever. very small percentage of people are actually like taking heed of the information, and then an even smaller percentage is going to take action. It's like one or two percent will actually take action on anything. First of all, if you're a high performer, you're always taking action. Well, so I that's that's what I say. I'm sorry because I, if I was listening to I my tell you if what, I was listening to this audience, I'd be like, me, boom, send it to me. Wrong. I'll send it to you right prove now. Wrong. F- flood our inbox, crash our servers. Like prove me wrong. I bring hope it. so. Bring it. Bring it. We'll talk to every one of you. But I, I, uh, but I, I'd be happy. Those of you that are okay. First happy of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's another thing, G man. We want to be too, completely transparent. You won't talk to us before. You're going to talk to our people first. Well, they'll, yeah. they'll see the stuff. Then they're going to fine tune it, and then they'll send it to us and say, "Hey, we have some candidates." Right. Fair enough. 
I mean, seriously, if you write into Dr. Phil, you're not talking to Dr. Phil immediately. You're talking no. to, you know, you're talking no. to the people. Talk I mean, to our agents. I'm just trying to close out. You know, man, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> I need a Snickers bar now. You're holding, me, you're holding me accountable. I appreciate the accountability, by the way. <laughs> Learning a lesson right now, people. Live on the mic. Hard shop life. Teaching each other lessons every day. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> Peace.